Hi, I'm the Contract Tutor, and welcome back to Basic Contract Law for Students. Today, I'm discussing Permissory Estoppel. Permissory Estoppel has four elements. First is a promise made with the expectation to induce reliance. This means that any promise I make to you, I know you will probably rely on. Now, the promise doesn't have to be clear, but if it's so indefinite, then why are you even relying on it? So you need to make sure that the promise has some sort of definiteness or substance to it that any detrimental reliance on it would be reasonable. Now, those are actually the next two elements of permissory estoppel, is that there is detrimental reliance and that that reliance was reasonable. Fourth is that the promise needs to be enforced to avoid injustice. So it's more about preventing injustice rather than doing justice. So the remedy for promissory estoppel is limited as justice requires. So if the remedy is granted, it will be limited as justice requires. That means that as a practical matter, you should begin with a breach of contract claim because you can get expectation damages. Your expectation damages are usually going to be much more than whatever your promissory estoppel damages are because they do need to be limited to whatever justice requires. So if someone's going to prevail on their breach of contract claim, then the remedy for their permissory estoppel claim is probably going to be less because they're already prevailing on their breach claim. So it might not be injustice to not grant or only partially grant their promissory estoppel damages. So start with your expectation damages. Now there's two cases I'd like to go over to illustrate permissory estoppel. First is Kirksey v. Kirksey. This guy had his sister-in-law come live on his land. There was no consideration because he didn't have a legal benefit, because family being close is not a legal benefit. So there's no consideration, no contract. So she left her home in the city to move to his land. She left everything there, a job, her kids' school, everything like that. Now years later, he kicks her out, saying that there's no contract and that she can't stay there. The court ruled that there was permissory estoppel because he made a promise that she could come live on his land. She detrimentally relied on it because she moved there and left all these things behind and that her reliance was reasonable. And the court enforced his promise to avoid injustice. The second case is the Conrad case. This millionaire often pays for people's schooling. He promised his neighbor that he would pay for hers so she quit her job and pursued law school. He paid for her first semester, then stopped paying. He said he was having temporary financial trouble and would pay it soon. Then he refused to pay more. After law school, she sued him. He defended, saying that she still got a degree out of her going to law school. The court said that the goal was for her to have a degree and be debt-free because of his promise. The court also quoted the man when he said his financial problems were temporary and he would pay soon. They also said her reliance was reasonable because he often pays for other people's schooling. The opportunity cost, which is that she could have been doing other things during those years at law school, was also something that she gave up in her detrimental reliance. She forewent those other things. So quick recap of permissory estoppel. There's four elements. A promise. Detrimental reliance, that reliance needs to be reasonable, 
and the promise needs to be enforced to avoid injustice. The remedy is limited as justice requires. And as a quick tip before we close, be very careful to read the call of the question. What is the question asking you? If the question is asking you about a contract and there is a permissory estoppel answer, maybe the permissory estoppel answer doesn't apply because it's asking you specifically about a contract. So be very careful in what the call of the question is asking. I'm the Contract Tutor, and thank you for listening to Basic Contract Law for Students.